Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and with me is Squirrel. That's right. I'm Squirrel, a.k.a. Doug. That's Smooth, a.k.a. Nathan. And we're bringing you all the stuff that you need to know each and every week. Uh, we got a big show this week. It's probably going to be like six hour days long. Six days? Yeah, man. We're, I figure we just marathon this. Okay. We'll just get all of March out of the way. I mean, we got to get it going. Yeah. So. Let's kick it off. Okay, D this week is a special request. Uh, I did get an uh, letter from Mike. He's in an undisclosed location. He can't really describe what he's doing. Okay. You know, because the NDAs. Okay. Uh, But he did say, hey, man, remember when you did the Dave thing? That was really funny. You should do that, but with your name. With Doug's? Yes. Or Squirrels? Well, I went with Doug's. I guess maybe I should have. But I don't know how, like... I guess the carrier pigeon goes back to the base, right? I could have just yeah. put it with the pigeon. Yeah. I'm I'm dumb. I'm you, dumb. You, no, 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 no. You could have attached it to a squirrel. But it's not it's not a carrier squirrel. They have carrier squirrels. They have flying squirrels. Yeah, but they're not really squirrels. They're not? No, they're just like rodents. Rodentia. Rodentia? Yeah. Okay. It's a bummer. Okay, so here we go. Top 25 Dugs. Famous living Dugs. All right, let's do it. Number 25, Doug Stone. Voice actor, most famous for playing Matt Trekker from The Mask Show. Do you okay. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Mask? Mm-hmm. Not like the Jim Carrey one. The cars that turned into other cars. No, I don't remember this oh, one. Oh, that's good, because I, I got this video for you. Oh, okay. Because I thought, you're probably not going to know what this is. Nobody remembers Mask but me and Matt Gourley. So, here we go. Matt, Matt Trekker drives that sweet-ass Camaro. Oh. I think that's probably all we can play without violating some sort of copyright. Okay. Yeah. I not. I no idea uh, about that. 80s cartoon. It was great. Okay. Uh, it was in the vein of, like, G.I. Joe. It was like a weird hybrid G.I. Joe Transformers. Hmm. Uh, okay. 24 is Doug Wimbish. Uh, he was a bass player for Living Color. And he played on like a lot of 80s and 90s albums. So, like the 80s Billy Idol albums. Uh, he was on a couple Prince albums, the Madonna albums. Like, just real big f- bass player, but he is the founder of Living Color, the Cult of Personality band. Yeah, I know that band. From uh, Phil Brooks fame. Yeah. All right. Number 23 is Doug Petrie. Uh, he was a writer on uh, Buffy and Angel. And he was the showrunner that made all of the Netflix Marvel Defender shows. So, Daredevil. Jessica Jones, all that. Okay. Uh, Doug Benson, stand-up comedian, pot enthusiast. I know that guy. Uh, he is a super high me. Yeah. Which I always thought was about like a sharecropper that developed superpowers. Nope. I know. All right, next one. Doug Jones. He's an actor. You probably wouldn't recognize his face, but he was. He's like in every Guillermo del Toro movie. He was Abe Sapien in the Hellboy movies with Ron Perlman. Okay. Yeah, I know uh, that one. He actually was born in Indianapolis and graduated from Ball State. So I thought that was cool. Uh, Doug Lehman is up next. He directed Swingers, Jumper, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And he's also doing currently doing the Roadhouse remake. With Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, next up is Doug Erholtz, who's a voice actor. He, do, he does, like, a lot of anime. He was Whis in Dragon Ball Super, and Kisuke Uraharo from Bleach, and he also did Squall Leonhart in any Final Fantasy game where Squall had a voice. Okay. Uh, so, he's probably, like, the most famous voice actor on here. Next up is Doug the Pug. He's a celebrity dog. Most famous, second most famous dog on the internet, apparently. I don't. I didn't bother to look up what the first one was because it wasn't named Doug. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Next up, Doug Davidson. This guy who's a soap opera star. He's been playing the same character on The Young and the Restless for 45 years. That's a lifetime. That's longer than my lifetime. Jeez. 
Well, this lifetime, right? Well, I'm eternal. Yeah. So, like, I, whatever last name I pick for that section. Uh, Doug Dalton is a business mogul. He designed Netscape. He was the former in- lead engineer of Sprint when mm-hmm. cell phones were first starting to get made up. He now is a club owner and owns, like, seven of the hottest clubs in San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. Next up is Doug McKinsey. He's the host of Great White North with his brother Bob. He also did a lot of work as a sponsor in the 80s for Pizza Hut and uh, Molson. Okay. Uh, next up is Doug Wood, which is, uh, he was a writer for a lot of children's shows in the 90s. You probably know him from, uh, he won Emmys for both Tiny Toons and Animaniacs. I know those shows. And he also created the cartoon Little Einsteins. Oh, yeah. okay. My he, daughter liked that when she was little. He does a lot of the Netflix kid stuff now. Okay. Uh, next up is Doug Williams, which you may know this guy. He's a British wrestler from the early oddies. He was in TNA. He was part of the British invasion, him and Magnus. Off the top of my head. He was like an X division dude. So like a cruiserweight, but he was like really good at doing flippy stuff. And he was like cut. Like a lot of the cruiserweights then were like kind of skinny and he was still really muscular, but could pull off a lot of the moves. Like a baby Brock Lesnar almost. Oh, uh, Doug Martin is next. He was a former running back in the NFL, mostly played for the Bucks. Currently holds the record for the most rushing touchdowns in a half. Which they called is him the four. Muscle Hamster. That's right. That was gonna be my next fact. Yep. I love you. Aw, love you too. Next up is Doug Harvey. He's an artist and an art critic. He does a lot of um, like supernatural cryptid style drawings. He's really famous for that. If you've ever heard of Mel Mel's Hole, no, um, it's a fun little story. If you want to look it up, if you see any basically artist depiction of Mel's Hole, Doug Harvey did it. Uh, Doug Stanhope is next. Another stand-up comedian, famous drunkard, also hosted the reboot of the Man Show with Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, and was one of the first people to be like, "Hey, I think Amber Heard is in the wrong here, not Johnny Depp. Maybe we shouldn't all like jump on Johnny Depp." <laughs> He was right. He was. Uh, next up, one of my favorite Dougs, Doug Osheroff. He is a Nobel Prize winning physicist known for discovering the superfluidity of helium-3. Superfluidity is basically like a liquid that has no friction, so it never loses its loss of momentum. So in like this would be big for uh, space travel, in theory, because you could theoretically still use a superfluid to create a perpetual motion machine like a gyroscope to power something because it would never lose friction or never lose speed to friction. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, it, that's very theoretical now, but he discovered the superfluidity of helium-3. Like, that is real. He won a Nobel Prize for that. But in theoretical physics, that could be used to power like space travel and stuff. Okay. Uh, next up is Doug Collins. He was an NBA guy. He played with the 76ers. He coached the Bulls and the Pistons. Won championships with both of them. Also coached the Wizards. Did not win a championship with them. Yeah. Next up, Doug Gilmore. Former NHL player for over 20 years. Uh, he won the Stanley Cup in 1989 with the Calgary Flames, which is also the last year that the Stanley Cup was fought over by two Canadian teams. Mm. Yeah. Fun Canadian fact. <clears throat> Canadian facts are fun. Uh, Doug Clifford, drummer, founding member of Creedence Clearwater Revival, and founding member of Creedence Clearwater Revisited, which is a cover band of his old band. That's interesting. Very interesting. I listened to some of it. CCR and then their cover, CCR. Yep. So he was number five. So I guess I should have made a bigger drum all about that. Number four, Doug Minch. He's a comic book writer. He created Moon Knight. Black Mask and Deathlock, and he wrote Batman for pretty much the entire 80s. And he also created the Kung Fu Legend of Kung Fu series or Master of Kung Fu series in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which basically like made Shang like Shang Chi already existed, but he was basically like a completely different character. So if you like Shang Chi, Doug Minch made Shang Chi. Okay. Uh next up is Doug Byrne as number three. Uh you might know him as Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug. Yeah, he was a standard comedian in the 90s. He was on the Cosby Show reboot, uh, most famous for Cool Runnings. Yeah, I remember Cool Runnings. Yeah, Kiss My Lucky Egg. Feel the rhyme. Mm. Number two, 
obviously, Doug Flutie. Flutie Flakes. That's right, baby. Uh, according to John Madden, inch for inch, the best QB of his generation. Okay. Which is a short joke and a compliment all in one. Uh, he also is famous for the catch. Like everybody knows who Doug Flutie is, right? Yeah. Number one, the human beatbox, Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. Uh, formed the Get Fresh crew, hip hop pioneer. Unfortunately, turned to Scientology thanks to Isaac Hayes. So they got our beatbox. Mm-hmm. So that is top 25 Dougs. One of those is a fictional character. One of them is a fictional character. Do you know which one? No. Aw. I don't. Doug McKenzie was the character played by uh on SCTV. He was uh played by Dave Thomas with Rick Moranis playing his brother Bob. Mm. So like the Hoolser sketches? Yeah. Where they're sitting on the Oh That's Bob okay. and Doug McKenzie. I like how you threw that in there. I wanted to see if you would call it out. Uh, no, I didn't. I suck. Nah, you don't suck. You don't suck. You know what else doesn't suck? What? This week's R. What's this week's R? This week's R is for Rogan. Joe Rogan. No, Seth Rogan. Oh, Seth Rogan. The slightly better Rogan. I like Seth Rogan. (laughs) Uh, I watched This is the End this weekend. That's what made me look him up. Dude, I love that movie. I do too. Uh, So... Here's the thing. Seth Rogen is producing, executive producing, and starring in uh, the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles remake. Yep. Just watched the trailer. That's right. And his cast has been announced, so I thought it'd be fun to talk about them all. Okay. Uh, So, the first trailer dropped, well, two days ago, if you're listening to this, and we'll have it in the show notes. Uh, he tweeted, team assembled, shells polished, pizza ordered, meet the cast of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Our trailer drops Monday, March 6th, so check our show notes, and if you haven't seen it yet, uh, set to play the reptile superheroes, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and Raphael are Nicholas Cantu, Shaman Brown Jr., Micah Abbey, and Brady Noon. Okay. Uh, all like 13, 14, 15 year old kids, so this is obviously like going back to a more... Teenaged They're mutant ninja turtles. More accurately voiced. Yes. Voicing the turtles, uh, rodent sensei Splinter will be Jackie Chan. I love it. Yes. I love it. And Ao Edabari will be playing April O'Neil. She was in Peacemaker and The Bear. Mm-hmm. Other stars tapped to play superhero allies and enemies include Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Utram, and Rose Byrne as Leatherhead. Which is going to be interesting, because Leatherhead has classically been a dude. Uh, Let's flip it around. Post Malone will be playing Ray Filet. <laughs> uh, Ice Cube will be playing uh, what looks to be a new character called Superfly. Okay. The Shredder was not announced, so I don't know if he's not in the movie, but Seth Rogen and John Cena will be voicing Rocksteady and Bebop. John Cena will be Rocksteady, Seth Rogen will be Bebop. I love this. Yes. Uh, Hannibal Burris will be playing Genghis Frog. Uh, <laughs> Natasha Dimetro will be playing Wignut, and Giancarlo Esposito will be playing Baxter Stockman. So fucking awesome. <laughs> this is going to be really uh, good. Seth Rogen said his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot won't be a typical action film. Quote, we found a way to make it deeply personal, he said. It's a teenage movie. We're putting in a lot of our own feelings of awkwardness and insecurity and a desire to belong and be accepted and all that into the movie. Uh, he was first tapped to produce the movie in 2020, and uh, it, it will come out August 4th into theaters, but is a Nickelodeon thing, so I'm sure it will be streaming on Paramount Plus mm-hmm. uh, six to eight weeks after that. Uh, like we said, we will have a link to the YouTube trailer. In the show notes. In the show notes. So that's all. We're, I, I'm proud of us, man. We're like kicking ass. Yeah. Well, one of these is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's okay. a secret. Yeah. Two of these are pretty big. You don't know about one. Oh, God. Payback, bitches! Ha-ha. <laughs> All right. A this week is for Alaska. I like Alaska. I do, too. You know what? You want to know one of my favorite things about Alaska? Crab. Okay, you want to know one of my other favorite things about Alaska? No. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The Iditarod. 
the Alaskan dog sled race. It started this past Sunday. The trail this year will go from Willow to Nome on the Iditarod's, quote, southern route. Teams haven't taken this since 2019, so four years, right? Okay. The first part of the southern route is the same as the northern one. Then they break off once they get to Ophir, and it cuts through the Beaver Mountains into the ghost town of Iditarod itself. Right from there, they're going to do like a lot of river running through Sageluk, Grayling, and Anvik before linking up back with the main northern trail in Kaltag. Southern route is a little bit longer and it's thought to be more challenging because there's a lot of uh, mountains and river mushing on the Yukon. Okay. So this is going to be a more intense. I did a rod in the past few years. Uh, so the trail conditions are generally very good, according to race director Mark Nordman. Uh, there's been a lot of snow in the South Central area along the first chunk of the trail up to Rainy Pass Lodge, which in all these places I'm saying because, uh, you can actually follow the race this year. There's an app and everything. It's fucking cool. From there, the teams go through, uh, Dalzell George, which Gorge, which is a twisty trail marked by a series of downhills and some very tight turns. So it's basically like a slalom, but with dogs. Okay. If that doesn't sell you, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I really want to know about this app. Okay, so after that, things get tough. Uh, he said the route from Rhone to Nikolai has some of the worst moguls in race history. Imagine a washboard, he said, except every ridge in the washboard is four feet high. So it's just up and down, up and down, up and down. <clears throat> That's after the Solemn Gorge. Jesus. You basically have to do giant snow hurdles. <laughs> Uh, from there, the trail's in good condition until Ophir and Nordman. So the snow level is lower than he'd like to see in Ophir, but some snowfall may happen this week. Uh, once the mushers hit, some, hit the coast, they may be rerouting because of warmer weather this year, because traditionally they'll go across the sea, mm -hmm. which is ice at this point. But he said uh, the winter storms have pushed some of the ice out and broken it up, so they may have to reroute and go through the coast. Okay. It's 33 teams this year, including like a lot of the top 10 from last year, including the reigning champ, Brent Saz, and the 2019, 2019 champ, Pete Kaiser. Uh, there's also nine rookie mushers this year, which is a lot for uh, the Iditarod, because it's like the toughest dog mush race. Right. Uh, including a Denali climber, uh, Anchorage garbage truck driver, and a father and son duo. Oh. Yeah. Uh so the average number of mushers each year is like fifty, and last year was sixty-three, and the highest ever was ninety-six. So it's kind of the small it, it is the smallest field in recent history. And a lot of that has to do with uh a lot of the old school mushers are retiring, getting out, and there's not as many people getting into the sport, which is ridiculous because it's like like this is real ninja warrior shit. Like, you know, like this is a test of endurance. This is fucking cool. Uh also it's very expensive and with COVID-19 knocking out a lot of the Alaskan tourism mm -hmm. and then also like inflation. They're saying that it costs almost $20,000 just to run the Iditarod, rod and to get uh the prize winnings haven't been raised in like 50 years. What were the prize winnings? I think it's 50,000, so if you win, you get a little bit, more than double. Okay. Jeez. Uh, so, historically, the race winner arrives in, like, eight to nine days, which would mean, if you're listening to this on the 6th, it'll probably be, like, four or five days, so it'll be probably Sunday the 14th, or Sunday the, Monday the 13th, or Tuesday the 14th, around there. Uh, and then also, if you want to follow along, they have, uh, we'll have a link in the show notes, and then that will also be like a little thing you can download for like a little tracker, so you can like watch all your favorite teams, watch all the mushers, see how many dogs they have, because they can have like up to 20 dogs. They have to have at least five. They can have up to 20. Jeez. Yeah. So you have to finish the race with at least five dogs. Sounds like you lose dogs on the way. Well, there's like vet stations every okay. like few miles, right. and like I just wanted to clarify, and then like take them back to either like wherever you want them to. Though, so in this case, 
Nome or, you know, anywhere. If you're in Alaska, I think they take them back to your uh, kennels. Okay. But yeah, they're, they're, it is safe. There's doctors every 20 miles. There's people like patrolling the area to make sure everything's okay. Like everything also is like satellite fed and everybody has GPS trackers now. But it's just like a cool thing that not a lot of people are, are into anymore. And I, I love watching it every year. Like normally ESPN, like two will have, or Fox Sports sometimes will show you like highlights when it's over. Mm hmm. But it's. I think it's super cool that we can actually now like follow them in real time. So yeah, no, I think that's cool too. I nerded out a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. That's okay, little buddy. Yeah, hey. yeah, I get it. Yeah, like it's just neat. Like uh, having nine new people in a field of thirty-three is like a lot. So I'm wondering how many people actually finish. It's got about a sixty percent finish rate. Jeez! But with nine nine rookies, I like. Now I'm interested if any of the rookies are going to make it. I am too. Like I'm yeah. super in. Okay. Like the father and son duo is from like Oregon, I think too. They're not even like <clears throat> from the up north, you know. Yeah, all the way up there in Alaska. Yeah, and it's like up there in Alaska too. It's not like yeah. we're not talking like Anchorage, Juneau. We're talking, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's 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 cool. I'm sorry. Like if if that bored you, like you're gonna hate this next part. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh no. There's a game. Yeah, man. There's oh. a game. So we got a lot of positive feedback this week. From last what? week, we got a lot of positive feedback last week for two weeks ago show where I gave Cassie her like super hard Taylor Swift quiz. Uh huh. A lot of people were like, "Oh, that was really good." Like. What's Nathan a fan of? What am I a fan of? Grey's Anatomy. That's not true. Uh, bro, you I watched, watched it. A lot of Grey's Anatomy. I watched it. Yeah. Oh, no. So I'm we are going to do, do well on this. F is for fan. We are going to do the Grey's Anatomy fan quiz. This is payback. Yeah. You act like you got tortured last week. It wasn't that bad. The absence of knowledge is torture to me. Uh, well, so fuck, I'm always tortured. 29 simple questions mm-hmm. that any Grace fan should know. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yep. Now, just like, just like Cassie, you can either answer or I can give you choices. Oh, okay. To help you out. Okay. All right. Do you want me to just always just give you the choices or you want to try to guess straight up? Just give me the choices. Okay. Because if I know the answer, I'll just belt it out. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Question number one. Mm -hmm. Who does Christina accidentally stab with an epi? George, Alex, Derek, or Jackson? She accidentally stabs. Oh, God. Alex. She does accidentally stab Alex. Yeah. See? It's super easy. Mm Mm-hmm. Who was fired in season six for their fatal mistake? Izzy, Reed, Meredith, or April? April. Yep. See? Mm-hmm. What are you scared about? Because it's... It, it's you. It's you doing the quiz. It's not me. This is BuzzFeed. Oh, it's BuzzFeed? Okay. Alright. What organ did Meredith give to her father? Uh, oh, do you want to... Her liver. Yes. Yes, her, her liver. liver. Yeah. That's two points. Well, he's an alcoholic. You are over 100% right now, bud. Over or at 100%? Well, I've asked three questions. You've got four points. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yes. What is Derek's favorite ice cream flavor, as stated in season one? Mint chocolate chip. Do you want me to read the choices? Is it mint chocolate chip? Do you want me to read the choices? Read the choices. Vanilla, chocolate, cookies and cream, Birthday cake, cookie dough, or coffee? Is it coffee? It is coffee. Coffee is the correct answer. Well, I don't feel like I should get that, because I said mint chocolate chip. You didn't hear the choices. Okay. I'm giving it to you, dude. All right. Who is the second person to get shot in the season six episode, Sanctuary? Was it Reed, a random nurse, Alex, or Derek? It was, it was it was Alex. 
It was Alex, dude. Yeah, Alex got shot, and then he crawled to an elevator. Oh, Alex is a dude. Yeah. Okay, I assumed Alex was a girl for some reason. Can be a guy's name too. I know. Hey. Hey. Six two. <laughs> All right. This one has six choices. Oh no. Christina was asked to find a male leg that had been am- amputated following an accident. She returned triumphant with the wrong leg, a lady's leg. What color was the nail varnish? Was it light blue? Was it red? Was it yellow? Was it navy blue? Was it orange or was it pink? I don't remember. I want to say red. I think it was red. Yeah, man. Yeah. See, dude, you're like batting a thousand here. Okay. I don't know why you're like, you act like my games are so fucking hard. This isn't your game, though. This is BuzzFeed's game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And apparently BuzzFeed can't always be right. Except that they are. Some people just can't accept their own limitations. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Where did Meredith dispose of her mother's ashes? In the ocean? In the scrub room? In the OR? Or on a ferry boat? Uh, the scrub room. Yeah, man. Oh. I almost thought ferry boat for a minute, but I couldn't remember. Damn, dude. That was... It made sense, though. I don't like how good you're doing at this game. All right. Who lost their brother? George, Alex, Owen, Arizona, Miranda, or Addison? Uh, I want to say Arizona. Fuck, dude. Yeah, you got it, man. Arizona is the right answer. Okay. No, is Arizona a lady or a, a boy? Arizona is a lady. Okay. I'm, I don't know, man. I never watched the show. She marries Callie. I don't know who Callie is either. Callie's another doctor. Maybe she'll be the answer to one of these questions. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Who dropped a kidney in season five? Meredith, Alex, Christina, or Bailey? Meredith. That is correct, sir. Yep. I'm not really a fan of Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Shut up. What? Or- I watched the show. What unorthodox method did the interns use to help themselves learn Spanish? Oh, no. Sorry. Not Spanish. <laughs> Spanish? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to take this from the top. What unorthodox method do the interns use to help themselves learn in season five? Was it secretly watching surgeries, using cadavers, practicing on each other, or stealing patients' charts? They practiced on each other. They did practice on each other, which seems weird. Yeah, especially when they like try to do like an appendectomy. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it almost turned out fatal. <coughs> Sorry. Now, I stopped watching at some point. I I mean, you're... You are more than perfect right now. Mm. What type of specialty did Bailey try? Peds. Yeah. Pediatrics, yeah. Okay, that was going to be my question. Yeah. Was it pediatrics or was it feet? It was peds. Okay. That, yeah, so, again, you are now two over 100. We'll see. Who is the first person that Izzy tells she has cancer? Christina? That is correct. Okay. Fuck! <coughs> you are... Oh, I'm changing this game. Now this game's about Flight of the Concords. Um, I didn't watch that, so... Good. No. no it's, now it's a real Doug game. It's still... So, uh, I'm feeling really like... <laughs> like impotent right now. This is all my, like my control fetish. All right. Bailey's son is rushed to the hospital with internal injuries. What happened to him? A bookshelf fell on him. Yeah. I don't get to answer the, the things anymore. Damn it. <laughs> all right. Where was the plane growing before the plane crash? I don't think it was San Francisco. Do you want the four choices? Yeah, give me the four choices. Montana, uh-huh. Indiana, Idaho, Maine. Uh, Idaho? Yeah, man. Potatoes. 
Uh, is that why they they were like, oh shit, there's potatoes down there, and they just crashed? No. I <laughs> forgot where they were going, though. I wanted to say San Francisco for some reason, but I want to say maybe they went there for their... For the test they got to take to be like a, a legit doctor. I can't remember what it's called. MCAT. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, see, you know. I know that from Harold and Kumar. Mm. Uh, he had perfect scores on his MCATs. Yeah, just because I'm hung like a moose doesn't mean I have to do porn. Yeah. Okay. So, who goes into hypothermia in season 14? Meredith, Jackson, Alex, or April? Meredith. No? I'm sorry, buddy. Are you serious? It is April. Well, I guess maybe in season 14, then, that makes sense. I swear, Meredith, like, goes into hypothermia and damn near dies in one of the seasons, too. So, BuzzFeed, uh, look your shit up. I don't know, man. Must she fell off the season, pier, yeah. Must not have been season 14. Yeah. Derek saved her. Uh, so, you're still, like, three above 100. That's okay. You've got yourself quite a cushion here. What did ev- Why did everyone get high in season 14? Because someone grabbed the wrong cookies. Okay. They were cookies. So. Who made the cookies? That's the question. Yeah. Did Bailey make the cookies? Did Arizona make the cookies? Did a patient make the cookies? Or did Jackson make the cookies? Oh, shit. The patient made the cookies, didn't they? And I think they gave them to somebody. They did. You are correct. Who handed them out? Shit. The patient made the cookies. Bailey handed them out. Yeah. And then, like... Four of them, or five of them, were high, and then one of them tried to do surgery. That doesn't seem good. No, it wasn't. All right, I think you're going to get this one without even having to read it. Because this is, like, the only character I know from this show. Okay. Who came up with the nickname McDreamy? Who came up with the nickname McDreamy? Yes. I thought it was Meredith. Do you want the choices? Yeah. Meredith, Christina... Alex or Ozzy? It was Christina. You sure? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Meredith came up with McSteamy. You're right, man. Later on. You are right. Christina did come up with the name McDreamy. Because they were all trying to figure out what his name was. They don't know. They can't read like his little doctor name tag. Nope. Doesn't say it on the doctor name tag. It's a nickname, bud. But wouldn't they say like his name? It would say his actual name. Right. Which is Dr. Shepard. Okay. In season one, Mm -hmm. Derek tells Meredith that his favorite color is blue. Mm -hmm. What shade of blue did Derek specify? Was it light blue? Was it dark blue? Was it indigo? Or was it periwinkle? Indigo. Sure? Yeah. Indigo blue. Well, I'm glad you got that cushion. Because you got this one right! Oh, shit. Sorry, I probably, like, Fuck the levels up there. You're making it the most exciting Grey's Anatomy quiz ever. I mean, I feel like a lot of doctors get excited about Grey's Anatomy. Like the book, not ah, the show. Yeah. Which character has dyslexia? Sorry, dyslexia? Dyslexia? Yes. Who is dyslexic shit? Do you want the choices? Yeah. Derek, uh-huh. Christina, uh-huh. Alex, George, Meredith, or Ozzy? Christina. Final answer? Yeah. I'm not even going to ask you anymore. Like, yeah. Yep. You got it. How many more questions are there? 13 more questions? Yeah, we can skip some if you want. I don't care. How many points did George fail his intern exam by? Do you want clues? Or do you want to guess? One? Yep. Okay. One is correct. All right, here's one. All right. Why would Bailey not go into labor? Is it because her husband wasn't there? It is because her husband wasn't there. You're back up to four ahead. Okay. All right. I'm going to ask you two more. All right? Because then we got to get to the thing that's going to take us an hour. Oh, yeah. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I got it. Penultimate question here, bud. How many times does Christina get pregnant? Twice? Yeah. Fuck. Didn't even get to ask numbers. First time she uh, had an abortion, I think. All right, and the final question, because I think this one is funny, and I want to know the reason, the backstory behind this question. Oh, God. Who said the panties on the board were theirs in season three? Callie. Yeah. 
Callie said they were hers. Why are there panties on a board? Because Derek's wife found them, and they were Meredith's, and then Callie took the rap because she was trying to get in good with Christina and uh, Meredith. So who panties she was, were they? They were they were actually Meredith's. Huh. Yeah, because, spoiler, in the first season you find out that Derek is actually married to Addison. I don't know who any of those people are. Which one is Catherine Heigl's? Izzy. Izzy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is she the gray in Grey's Anatomy? She is not. Who's the gray? Ellen Papeo? Pompeo? Pompeo? I don't fucking know her last What's name. What's her first name? Ellen. In the show it's Ellen as well? No, no, no. It's Meredith Gray. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ellen Pompeo is the yeah. actress. Yeah. See, the first show I ever seen her in was uh, Old School. Yep. She, yeah, also in Old School is my favorite, Wilson. Luke? Luke? Yeah. Who's your favorite, Wilson? Over Owen, yes. Huh. I like Luke Wilson. Mine's Carney. I don't even know who that is. Wilson Phillips? No. Don't say somebody gonna turn around and make you say goodbye. Say, say goodbye, goodbye to them, baby. No? Yeah. Wilson Phillips? Hold on for one more day. Yeah. Yeah. I can't go an episode without singing anymore, apparently. That harmonizing was pretty decent. Yeah, well, I don't, I'm proud of us. All right, guys. Here is the big thing for this episode. Wait, time out. Billy. Bill. Indy. I want to know your score on that. I don't think anybody... You were... I didn't ask all 29 questions. I only asked 20 of the questions. Still. But you got five over the maximum amount of points, and you missed one. Yeah. So, like... Can't be perfect. I mean, that's better than perfect. Yeah. You got extra credit, man. You're over 100%. All right. I'll take it. You should. It's fucking amazing. All right, guys. It is March, which means only one thing. It means a lot of things. St. Patty's Day. To me, it means one thing. March Madness. And green beer. I don't like the green beer. It's freaking weird. It is weird. Um, I'm also like a grown-up now, so I'll be drinking whiskey like a fucking normal fucking man. Yeah. Um, okay. Some good Jameson. Uh, I like tournaments. I love tournaments. I love brackets. Okay. I love seeds. You know? Seeds of change. So I thought we should do a tournament here for through the entire month of March. We will be doing the best thing ever tournament. How this tournament is going to work is I have taken 16 categories. Do you want to know the categories? you want to be surprised? Let's be surprised. Okay, I've taken 16 categories. I have scoured the internet for a consensus on the top eight of each of these 16 categories. That's a lot of work. It was a whole lot of work, but it was worth it. So if you can do math, 16 times 8, that's 128. Okay. We are going to do 128 things. We're going to whittle that down over the course of the next four weeks to one thing. So this week, it's you and I, right? So if we disagree, how are we going to decide? This week, I went to Shane for the tiebreaker. Awesome. If you guys would like to vote, Call the squirrel line at 765-242-5978. Or you can email us, draftyq at gmail.com. And we'll do like a big tally on who wins. Or maybe, if we like your answers, we'll just pick a tiebreaker. You will be the tiebreaker person for the week. Sounds good. And one lucky listener will be able to come onto the show live for our March 29th episode for the Sweet 16 to help us decide the best thing ever. All right. Sounds fun, right? Yeah. So there's a lot going on. Okay. So we're going to jump right in. All right, let's jump. The first category will be colors. The best color? The best colors. Okay. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Blue or gold? Oh, I'm a fan of blue. I'm also a fan of blue. So blue is going to win. Okay. Are you moving it in the bracket? I am moving it in the bracket. Okay. Should I not move it in the bracket? Should no. I wait till the end? Move it in the bracket. Well, I don't want you to forget. I won't forget, dude. I never forget anything. Like an elephant. All right. Orange or purple? Purple. Mm. You like orange? I do like orange over purple. All right. To Shane. To Shane. Well, Shane, what did you pick? Shane picked purple. Okay. So purple wins. 
Barry will be so happy. Does Barry like purple? Barry loves purple. All right. Also, my PlayStation controller is purple. Is it? Mm-hmm. Huh. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Green or black? Ooh. I had an art teacher tell me once that black was the absence of color, so it doesn't necessarily qualify as a color, but I disagree. And I am a fan of black. I'm going to go black. See, I'm going to go green. Okay. So, tiebreaker. Black it is. Shade has chosen black. Okay. All right. Final color. Yellow or red? Red. Yeah, I'm going to go with red, too. Okay. All right. Next up is top snack foods. I like snack foods. Oh, sorry. Most consumed foods in America. Oh, okay. Most consumed foods in America. Mm-hmm. American cheese better be on here because that's American. It's not. This is an American. Hamburgers or ice cream? Hamburgers? I'm going to go ice cream. Okay, that's fine. Shane went hamburger, so hamburger wins. Oh, my like goodness. Teaming up on me. <laughs> this wasn't pre planned. Oreos or pizza? Pizza. Yeah, pizza. Go Turtles. Donuts or french fries? I'm not a big sweets person, so I don't feel like it's fair. Uh, I do like french fries. I didn't make the thing. Yeah, I like french fries. I like donuts, so... Okay, donuts it is. Shane has picked donuts. All right. Chicken nuggets or hot dogs? Ooh. Damn it. Nuggets. Dude, I'm going hot dogs. Okay. Hot dogs a sandwich, too. Damn. Shane went with nuggets. Ugh. All right. These next category is the most watched sports in the world. Oh, shit. Are you ready? Yeah. Soccer or football? No, why are they going to get like right at the gate? It's the one in the eight seed, bud. I love football, but are you asking me which one I prefer? Yeah, this is us deciding what's I better. Love football. All of these are which is better, soccer or football. I love football, and I, I know agree. You like soccer. No, I'm picking football. Okay, I love football. Okay, okay. Volleyball or hockey? I'm gonna go with hockey. Me too, bud. Tennis or baseball? Baseball is America's past. Oh, I'm sorry. Tennis or basketball? Oh, shit. <sighs> basketball. I'm going tennis. Okay. Shane went basketball. Okay. All right. Baseball or cricket? <laughs> I've never seen cricket played. What do you think is better, though? Baseball. Yeah, that's the right fucking answer. It's America's pastime, but, I mean, it's over the world. All right, next category: mm-hmm. top eight stand-up groups, sketch groups. Oh, okay. Monty Python or Broken Lizard? I like Broken Lizard, but Monty Python's very historically like good. Well, what it's what you think? I, is better. I prefer Broken Lizard. I'm a Monty Python guy. Uh, Shane picked Broken Lizard because you guys have no taste. <laughs> Ouch. All right, the not ready for primetime players. So the original cast of Saturday Night Live. Okay. Or the kids in the hall. The original cast of Saturday Night Live. Mm, I agree. Okay. Although I really do like the kids in the hall. That was a tough one. SCTV or the Marx Brothers? SCTV. I'm going to go Marx Brothers. Okay. Oh, Shane went Second City. Lonely Island or the Three Stooges? Man. Lonely Island was more geared towards us. I have watched some. I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go classic, and I'm going to throw Three Stooges out there. That's the right answer, buddy. Three Stooges is correct. All right. The next group is the top eight horror franchise mascots. Let's do it. This is a category specifically for Barry. Okay. Michael Myers mm-hmm. or Annabelle? Michael Myers. That's the right answer. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter or Chucky? Hannibal Lecter. I like Chucky. Okay. Uh, because I don't feel like Hannibal Lecter was... He was in Silence of the Lambs, and then everything after that, I don't really feel like it was Hannibal Lecter. Shane also picked Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Jason Voorhees or Pinhead? 
Jason. That's the right answer. Freddy Krueger or Jigsaw? Ooh. <clears throat> Those two are very, like, neck and neck. There. Ah, I'm going to go Freddy Krueger. Yeah, how could you even say that they're neck and neck, though? Like, I don't know. Like, Jigsaw the was good for the 2000s. Saw movies are dog shit. The first one was cool. Yeah. And then everything after that was like an M. Night Shyamalan film, and it fucking sucked. All right. So, I also agree, Freddy. Next round. Or next category. Okay. Top eight pets in the United States. Okay. Dogs or hamsters? Dogs. Yep. Reptiles or exotic birds? Ooh. Feeling bird-like. I agree. Birds. Okay. <coughs> Fish or rabbits? Fish. Mm, hard disagree. I think rabbits are the best pets. Okay. Uh, Shane agrees with you. There's a real shocker. <laughs> Fowl, so like chickens, ducks, geese. Okay. Or cats. I'm going to give cats. Ugh. I know you don't like cats. I went with fowl. I see that Shane went with cats. This is stupid. You guys are all dumb. <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Shortest lived tournament ever. Next. Top celebrated holidays in the United States. Okay. Christmas or the 4th of July? Oh, no. You know I love the 4th of July. It's one and eight seeds, bud. Uh, but it's Christmas. I think it's the 4th of July. I'm going to go 4th of July. I love 4th of July. Are I you take it off of every year. Yeah. I'm going to go 4th of July, All too. Right. For the record. I went with Christmas. I know he did. Because he's selfish. All right. Easter or Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. I like Easter. Oh, okay. You just want to agree with Shane, don't you? Did Shane pick Easter? Yeah, Shane picked Easter. Yeah. Ha, I win one. No, I like Easter because there's better candy. Okay. Nerds, Fine. Nerds jelly beans. Oh, the all caramel eggs. Oh, yeah, buddy. All right. Halloween or New Year's Eve? Halloween. Do you like New Year's Eve better? I do more stuff on New Year's Eve. I don't really do a lot on Halloween. You came, came over here? We hung out? Yeah, we don't really I hang we... out on Halloween either. No, no. Yeah. Okay, uh, Shane went with Halloween as well, so Thanksgiving or Hanukkah? Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving. I mean, it's... There's football on Thanksgiving. There's, I also just love to cook, and it's like the excuse to cook to excess. Yes. All right. These are... This next round will be... The highest grossing franchises in movies. Oh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. The MCU or Lord of the Rings? MCU. Yeah. I don't like Lord of the Rings. Batman or James Bond? Batman. I'm a James Bond dude. Really? Okay. Dude, I I love James Bond movies. I love spy movies though. I love I love I love spy movies. I can so go James Bond. No, you've already went Batman. I mean, you got to go with what you think. This is like what you feel in your heart. No, then it's definitely not James Bond. Okay, uh, Shane went with James Bond. Okay, so James Bond. Uh, yeah, James Bond will be moving on. The Fast and the Furious or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. See, I've not seen either of these. Mm, I'm not picking Fast and the Furious. But the trailer for Fast 10 that we talked about a couple <sighs> weeks ago? Is insane. So I'm going to go Fast and Furious. What'd Shane pick? Shane went with Harry Potter's. Ah! Uh, Star Wars or Jurassic Park? Star Wars. Yeah. I love Jurassic Park, though. I don't. I don't. After the first one, I think that they're all stupid. But don't you dislike Star Wars? I dislike three of the Star Warses. Okay. I love eight of the Star Warses. Okay. As opposed to one Jurassic Park and however many they've made since then. A lot. Exactly. All right, man, we reached the halfway point. <sighs> Are you ready? Yeah. These are the highest grossing musicians of all time. All right. Elton John or the Beatles? Elton John. The Beatles is the right answer. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Shane agrees. Fucking yes. The Eagles or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. He's just like... <sighs> It's up to you, but it's what you feel. I think you go with your gut. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with my gut on that. Yeah, but I'm I'm solid with that. Actually, like I, mean, I agree with you. So yeah. like, I just didn't want to sway you one way or the other, dude. Thriller. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, like fat. Eat it. Uh, That's those are all uh, Weird Al. Uh, oh damn. Eagles or Weird Al? All right, Eagles. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Elvis or Led Zeppelin? I'm an Elvis person. Um, I know our producer loves Led Zeppelin. Remember he made us walk out to Led Zeppelin at his wedding? Do you don't remember what song? No, I don't know the it's name of Cashmere. it. I'm going with Elvis as well. <coughs> All right. For the Elvis. record, Shane picked Zeppelin. Billy Joel or Garth Brooks? I'm going to go with Garth. Fuck you, dude. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, Garth. Uh, uh, I obviously am picking Billy Joel. Greatest entertainer of all time. Fuck off. I said it. Sing me one Garth Brooks song right now. You want friends in low places? Sure. Because he's got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases his blues away. That's not and a, he'll be okay. You're not singing. I'm not going to sing it. All right. Garth Brooks wins because Shane's... A- do you want to go look at my vinyl collection? Do you want to go look at my vinyl collection? I'm just saying there's a lot of Garth Brooks vinyls. I, in bet, there. I, I bet I have more Billy Joel than you have Garth Brooks. I, th- I think I almost have all of Garth Brooks on vinyl. He is the second most highest grossing musician of all time. All right. Who, who is number one on that list? Beatles. The Beatles? Yeah. Yeah, okay. obviously. So, uh, and you're hating on Garth still. Because he knocked out Billy Joel, and Billy Joel's my favorite artist. I apologize. Who what, who chain pick? He picked Garth Brooks. Garth oh, Brooks won. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Next up. Yeah. Greatest cities to visit. Okay. London or Amsterdam? Um, ooh. These ones and eights are fucking with you, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Amsterdam. I like Amsterdam as well. I got good stories about Amsterdam. All right. Tokyo or Dubai? Tokyo. Yep. New York or Barcelona? I've never been to either, obviously, but... I've been to both. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say New York. It's ah. still New York. I like Barcelona. Okay. It's laid out really well. All right. Well, to the tiebreaker. Yep. Shane, of course, picks mm-hmm. what Nathan picks. NYC. Rome or Paris? Paris. You want to say Rome, don't you? I'm going to say Rome. Okay. Uh, but Paris is the winner. Guess I'll suck. All right. These next category are the top eight most dangerous mammals. Oh. Hippos. Lions or humans? Humans. I'm going lion, bud. Okay. And lion wins. All right. Hippo or deer? I'm going to pick a hippo. Give me two, dude. Hippos are rough. And, well, it's also, I think hippos are cooler. Like, they have games about them. You know, like, Pablo Escobar had a bunch of hippos. Did he? And uh, they became so violent, they had to be taken care of. Like, like they were overwhelmed like, with vicious hippos. And they had to be nurtured back to hell? Sure. All right, we went with hippo. Okay. Now, this is not like who went in a fight. This is what's better. Okay. Because I think you're being like, oh, well, a hippo would win a fight. But, like, what's better? No, I just think hippos are fucking vicious. Horse or tiger? A horse or a tiger? Yeah, what's better? Horse I mean, I'd tiger. rather take on a horse. So it's I'm gonna... not a fight. It's what's better. Like, you said dangerous, though. I, that was just a category. We're, we're trying to find the best thing. What's better between these two things? Horses uh, or tigers? Well, I know what Joe Exotic would say. That's that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, this is mammal. What's better, a horse or a tiger? Uh, I mean, a tiger. I agree with you. Okay. I don't even know how a horse could be on this list. It's the number five most dangerous animal. What? Mammal. Sorry. To Christopher Reeves? Well, they, they trample a lot of people, wild horses. There's also just a lot of Reeves. Okay. That's bears or elephants? So what, are huh? be- what, are, what are better, bears or elephants? Bears? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially polar bears. This next category. Yeah. Pulled directly from the internet. Okay. The top eight 
characters that Kurt Russell has played. Oh, I'm I'm in. I'm in. Wyatt Earp from Tombstone uh-huh. or Jack O'Neill from Stargate. Wyatt Earp. Yep. Hard to agree. Gabriel Cash from Tango and Cash or John Ruth from Hateful Eight. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Oh, because he's got so many good roles. He's yeah. so, it's hard. I'm going to go with Tango and Cash. Okay, because it was Keeps Cash. Yeah. Stallone was Tango, Tango and Cash movie, definitely. I agree. That was the best character. He had that awesome ass gun. Yeah, dude. He had that awesome ass mullet. Yep. Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China or Stuntman Mike from Death Proof? I, I like Stuntman Mike from Death Proof. Go with what that's what I'm going to go with. Go on Jack Burton. Okay. And then that's going to win because I made the list. Uh, RJ McCready from The Thing or Snake Plissken? Snake Plissken. I like RJ McCready. I love The Thing. It's such a good movie. Shane went with Snake. Snake Plissken's my favorite character. Really? Yeah. Jack Burton. All right. These are the highest rated United States sitcoms. Okay. As far as like internet rating from IMDb. Okay. The Office or Two and a Half Men. The Office. Yep. That's the number one. It was. The Simpsons or Arrested Development. The Simpsons. I like Arrested Development. Okay. Shane likes The Simpsons. Curvy Enthusiasm or Modern Family. Ooh. I like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I do too, but I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Which, by the way, was the three seed. Ah. So I really like that. Big Bang Theory or Friends? I'm a traditional Friends person. Me too. I also, like... I'm not a huge fan of Big Bang Theory. I've I've only maybe watched a handful of episodes over the course of forever. Okay. Um, I don't care for it. All right. Next up. The highest grossing video game franchises. Oh, boy. Are you ready? Yeah. Tetris or The Sims? Oh, man. I love Tetris. I'm going to go Tetris. Me too, bud. Yeah. I also never really got into The Sims. I mean, I played it, but I mean, Tetris was Tetris. Pokemon or Grand Theft Auto? I like GTA. I like Pokemon. I love GTA. Uh, Shane agrees with you, so GTA moves on. Super Mario or FIFA? Um, here we go. It's, it's Super Mario. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why Super Mario was ranked fourth, I have no idea. I don't know. Call of Duty or Minecraft? I like Minecraft better. I'm not a Call of Duty person. I don't like either of these. Okay. Shane picked Call of Duty... You're going to have to pick one. I'm going to pick Minecraft because my kids play it more. I was going to say, what would the boy daughter and the girl daughter pick? All right. We got two more categories, and then we are done, and I'll run down the list for the top 64. Okay. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Top snack foods in the U.S. Okay. Kettle chips. Trail mix. I like kettle chips. I like kettle chips too. Kettle chips moves on. Goldfish crackers, almond joy. I like goldfish crackers. Me too, bud. Oh. Coconut's disgusting. Chex mix or Tostitos. I like Chex mix. Me too. Yeah. We're we're on an agreement with for food at least. Yeah. Fritos or Reese's. Reese's. Reese's has peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got it. All right, last category. Okay, shapes. Shapes. All right, circle or diamond. Ooh, diamond. I agree. Decagon or pentagon. Decagon. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Triangle or heart. Mm, heart. I like triangles. Okay. Shane likes triangles. Triangles move on. Okay. Finally, last question. Octagon or square? Square. Yeah. Yeah. Shane picked octagon like a bitch. 
All right. So for those keeping at home, next week will be the top 64 where we pick 32 teams. We will have blue going against purple, black going against red, hamburgers going against pizza, donuts going against nuggets, football going against hockey, basketball going against baseball. Broken Lizard, for some reason, going against the not-ready-for-prime-time players. Second City going against the Three Stooges. Michael Myers going against Hannibal Lecter. Jason Voorhees going against Freddy. Again. Uh, Dogs going against exotic birds. Fish going against cats. Fourth of July going against Easter. Halloween going against Thanksgiving. Marvel versus Bond. Harry Potter versus Star Wars. Elton J- er, uh, Beatles going against Michael Jackson. There we go. Beatles going against Michael Jackson. Elvis going against Garth Brooks. Amsterdam versus Tokyo. New York City versus Paris. Lions versus Hippos. Tigers versus Bears. Wyatt Earp versus Gabriel Cash. Jack Burton versus Snake Plissken. The Office versus The Simpsons. Pause for effect. Curb Your Enthusiasm versus Friends, Tetris versus Grand Theft Auto, Mario versus Minecraft, Kettle Chips versus Goldfish Crackers, Checkmix versus Reese's, Diamonds versus Decagods, and Triangles versus Squares. So again, if you want to throw in your tiebreaker, you can email us, draftq at gmail.com, or... Or call a squirrel line at 765-242-5978. And we'll use you as a tiebreaker. That's right. Each week we will pick, you know, I'll pick whatever one I think is going to agree with me more. Uh, And again, you know, call in, email if you want to be the special guest for the March 29th edition where we go through the top 16. So it will be the winner of each of these categories facing off to find the best thing ever. Okay. So, I hope you guys look forward to that. I had a really good time. I'm a little out of breath now. So, I'm going to let you handle why. All right. That's cool. As you know, why is for you. And this week, we have an email. And this week, our email is from Angela. And Angela says, hey, guys. I've been listening to the show with Nathan and Doug for a while now, and I really enjoy it. I have even talked with a few of my girlfriends into listening as well. I'm emailing in regards specifically to episode 21, which was last week. Thank you for telling me that. Considering, consider this as praise and also new show content ideas. When Nathan was asking Doug all of the questions about women, I couldn't believe how in tune Doug was to women. I literally giggled at how mad he was in defense of women when talking about movies that women love to watch. He wasn't wrong, by the way. Every answer he gave in how to deal with women was spot on. I couldn't have said it better. My friends who listened agreed, and we were like, he thinks he's terrible, and he's literally so good. That all being said, I think it would be awesome if he had his own segment or whatever on giving advice to men about talking to and dealing with women, and you can call it Doug's Dating Do's and Don'ts. Anyways, great job, guys. Love the show. Angela from Indy. Well, thank you for the praise, Angela. However, that will not ever be a segment because I don't know anything about dating. So I don't know anything about do's and don'ts. Uh, So, sorry. (laughs) No, 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 no. Are you kidding me? No. We're doing it. No, we're not doing it. You're in there a little bit. You could do it with somebody else if you want. You're in there a little bit. We could have Cassie come back on or Abby. I mean, if you got questions, you can email us, draftq at gmail.com. I suppose that's true. We are owning the game, right? Uh, or call a squirrel line at 765-242-5978 with your questions, comments, concerns, compliments, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm sorry, Angela. I don't know. I'm not a good relationship person, but she I am. All your answers were really good, Doug. I am a robot, so like I function purely on logic, and those just seem like the most logical answers. So it was just logical. Yeah, man. Like, treat people the way you'd want to be treated. And, like, talk about issues and be honest. Because, I mean, I guess unless you're, like, a child. Because, like, my boy daughter listens to this sometimes. So, obviously, hormones and stuff. Like, we're grown-ups. Like, be a grown-up. Like, would you like it if somebody lied to you or manipulated you? No? Then probably you shouldn't do it. So, 
So that's good advice for guys. Or girls. Everybody. Yeah, whatever. Everybody. Non-binary. There you go. I don't See, give a shit. There you go. But that's logic. That's yeah. not me being good at dating shit. Most people, logic escapes them. So I really feel like this is Most still people good are not robots. Something else to consider. I'm a robot squirrel. Well, now we gotta do robot squirrel stuff. I think that's already a show. No, it's chickens. Right. Squirrels are completely still open. Sure. Okay. I think Seth Green would disagree, but all right. Check, please. Uh, yeah. So what did we learn today? We learned that there were a lot of dogs that are way more famous than me. One of them shares my name. One of them wasn't real. We learned all about Seth Rogen's new, exciting, new animated movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you want to watch the trailer, it'll be in the show notes. We learned about Alaska's Great Race, the Iditarod, one of my favorite things of all time, people. And we could track it in real time. Also, check the show notes for that. We learned that Nathan... Nose Grey's Anatomy. Just, just. And we learned all about the exciting new March Madness tournament for us to crown the greatest, best thing ever. And also, we learned that if you use your brain, you're apparently good at relationships. So I guess, right? That's it. As always, questions, comments, concerns, emails, draftq at gmail.com or call the squirrel line at 765-242-5978. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash draftq. Uh, we've got a special monthly show on there called Love Eternal, in which two vampires watch rom-coms. Spoiler, I'm a vampire. Uh, so if you like my relationship advice, maybe you'll like it if I'm also speaking in a shitty accent. Yeah, and as always... If you uh, need want to follow any of this, it's going to be in the show notes as far as the uh, the trailer goes or the Iditarod stuff or even the Patreon content. It's at the bottom of the show notes. That is right, because Nathan does the show notes and Nathan is fucking awesome. And I copy and paste off of Barry's. <laughs> Barry is also awesome, slightly less awesome than Nathan. So I guess there's really nothing left to say, but check your nuts. <laughs>